0: This episode of Hey Teens is brought to you by Punch Cards. If you're looking to give a greeting card to a friend or family member, but you're tired of the dumb ones at the store, why not give them a beautifully handcrafted card with a message that is sure to spark a double take.
1: Birthdays happen all year round, every single day. Celebrate the existence of your loved one with a message like this one. For your birthday, I'll masturbate with you to anything. So check out
0: punchcards.etsy.com and stock off on greeting cards for all occasions.
1: Hey Teens. Hey
0: Teens. Uh, Welcome to a new edition of Hey Teens with John and Eric. Without
1: new edition, my favorite musical group. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Only with Bobby Brown. I'd like to welcome our special guest, I had a huge Bobby Bobby
1: Brown Brown, uh, phase when I was a kid, and it was amazing.
0: Really? Yeah. Um, I just remember him from the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. As
1: you should, (laughs) because it's an excellent soundtrack. Uh, So before we actually introduce our guest, I feel like we need to... Discuss something, uh, just to kind of ease ourselves into it. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so everybody listening, you guys know me and Eric. You guys have been listening to us for, this is episode 33, we've had probably this many episodes of Stranger Fan Fiction, and certainly you've been listening to all of them.
0: Is this about me listening to Skrillex in the car?
1: It is now. Okay. Um, But here's the thing, Eric and I have known each other for about five years, um, but we recently discovered that there's a missing link and this missing link oh, yeah. is... It's our uh, guest here today. It's our guest here today who <laughs> recently discovered himself that he actually is...
0: And he recently discovered himself. He's discovered
1: himself. He <laughs> recently uh, came of age. <laughs> yes. So welcome to the show comedy writer Dave Horwitz.
0: Hi guys. Hey, hey Dave. And uh, Dave is continuing the, uh, the streak of having former housemates of mine as guests. Because we, uh, he also lived in the in the same house as Joe, Mandy, and myself.
1: Did Joe do the show?
0: He did. Oh, yeah, yeah, he
1: did it a little a uh, few weeks ago, I guess. He's a good guy. He Great is a good guy. guy. Um, and and you and I have a very bizarre background. Um, I spent a year. Were you there for longer than a year? Nope. We were each at the the University of Hartford for our, sh- our freshman years of college, and. I guess we, like, tried to be buddies, but I, maybe we're too stoned to ever follow through on plans. But you guys
0: just realized this, like, two weeks Dave ago. they realized I, this.
2: So, yeah, it's a real... It, I was like, I kind of blew my own mind. Uh, <laughs> because I don't totally... You know, we, met, we like, had... I feel like I'd seen you around. Yeah. And then we met maybe even officially at, you know, a birthday party at Edendale for a right. mutual friend, Anna. Right. Um, who we also know from totally different places. Absolutely. But then you know we shook hands. You looked familiar to me, and then you you were like, "Oh well, I know." And then you listed five, six of my friends from Eric, college, and I was like, "Oh yeah, mm. I know all those guys. I lived with <laughs> most of those guys. Those are great guys." And I was like, "Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's how I would know you." <laughs> and then you know, months went by. Uh, we, every so often, we tweeted each other. Didn't think much of it, and then I feel like. Your name came up on my Twitter feed and I said and I like I just read it and then I said it in my head and then I looked at your avatar and I went wait a minute and then I direct <laughs> okay. messaged you and I said hey this is going to sound weird yeah. did you go to hey. the University of Hartford uh for 1 year yeah for your freshman year and did you hang out with like a little like a short like nerdy cute girl <laughs> and he immediately the story back, checks out and he was like <laughs> Hold on a second. Like, was, like immediately. Like, wait, wait a minute. Okay, I think I know who you're talking about. Wait, yes. Hold on. And then like, and then like a feverish back and forth began. Where at the
1: end of it, we came out going, "Oh, we were kind of almost friends for yeah. a year. It almost <laughs> happened because we definitely, you know, met up maybe in like the dining hall a couple times. Uh, I had a very like small, tight group of friends, and um, we basically just like watch the Golden Girls together and stuff. (laughs) Is
2: that what you guys did? That's what we did.
1: (laughs) That's what you're missing out on, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like, I mean, we, you know, we met
2: probably like right the year after at Emerson, which is, you know, and I won't say anything too disparaging about the University of Hartford because there's a lot of people (laughs) that I know who had a great time there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was not for me. Not for me. And I had some really uh, nice friends that I hung out with every single day who I'm not really in touch with anymore, but like we were... Close, but right. they're nothing like me. And I feel like John was maybe the most like-me person at that entire school. Oh, yeah. Like, just, just by... It's true. Just by, like, how, where we've landed now, like, several, many years later. Destiny right. has brought us together. But I just remember, like, <laughs> everything is so hazy about that time. Like, I had a girlfriend who would come up and visit on the weekends, and then mm-hmm. I'd go home and see her... Uh, Smoked a lot of pot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just a ton. There was nothing to do. Lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of pizza. Oh yeah, yep. sure. Find out course. that in Connecticut they cut the pizza into, um, into squares? The squares. They don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't like that very much. Yeah, yeah. No. It's weird not having it, a little crust. Like I don't
1: it, like the too. pizza here. I'm transferring to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I did. it's <laughs> uh, yeah, so like a real
0: misconnection I'm witnessing. It's
1: here. really really funny though because well, we, is, yeah. we definitely like tried to like incorporate you into our group but so my memory and of this is so- and here's and my memory of this is completely uh very very fuzzy but my friend uh the the girl who you mentioned earlier louise she did not drink or do any drugs so of course she remembers things a little bit more clearly and we happened to have nicknames for like everybody who we encountered yeah, this- and, we were, and we were just like i feel like Dave, we definitely had some sort of name for Dave, and she remembered that you like flaked out on us (laughs) to hang out a few times, and you became Ditcher Dave because you ditched (laughs) us.
3: Ditcher Dave! I
2: can't even, like, I my memory of that time is so
1: fuzzy in places and Mm -hmm. vivid in other places. Like, sometimes I'll find a picture in, like, a shoebox and go, like, oh, my God. I I literally went into a shoebox this morning and found a picture of me and the group of friends I hang out with that I'll show you later. Yes! Please do. I can't. (laughs) Like, every
2: time I I look, it's, like, me with, like, super, super short hair, like, Uh holding, like, maybe... Uh, no, like, with, with like a bunch of people who were like hold, holding bush light. I remember I never, I never, I never drank, I didn't drink beer. I only drank uh, liquor. So when people would go... I didn't drink beer. I
1: only drank bush light. <laughs> yeah, it, it, which
2: almost doesn't count. But my roommate was as, was like skinnier than me. He was like a good friend of mine, got me into oh, pop punk. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All That's the like pop the punk. year that I got into like Promise Ring. Yep. Uh, yeah.
1: That's when I was kind of getting out of pop punk and like learning about... What else is out there?
2: Well, I was already into, like, you know... Oh, God. There was a, that was it. a real Say hazy... <laughs> that was Say a bad... Well, this this is a story that came up recently, and uh, my girlfriend uh, outed me to ev- all of my friends about it. But uh, I, my room assignment in uh, A-Complex, the, the b- dorm building at the University of Hartford, I was mm-hmm. in room 311. <laughs> and uh, I printed out, being a fan of the band, the logo... 311 and cut it out and taped it over the number 311 so it was like oh this guy lives in 311 and he lives with 311 like you must have
3: been
0: so psyched when you got that room
3: i was like no way this is perfect
1: i think i i think i was in that same building and i i was on the fourth floor and the only thing that I remember, of course, I've talked about my Korean techno DJ roommate, DJ Eli K. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, not sure if you ever encountered him or heard the music coming from our. Uh, I'm our sure dorm. I heard the music. Yeah, because it was loud.
0: Did I tell you that my college freshman roommate had a uh, a white rapper friend named Kerosene? <laughs>
1: I just remembered that. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um but DJ Eli K used to invite his buddy who looked like an even like more crazy stony version of Jack Black, and we would just like smoke weed all the time. Um Yeah, man, that was that was wild. I'm like there's so much from that year that I've totally forgotten that, that is all kind of coming and back. And then to you me.
0: came over to the hipster summer camp that is Emerson College. <laughs> I
2: know. It, it's
1: it's super it, I feel like
2: And this is, like, not – there's no way to even confirm that this was what was going on in my head because I don't remember. But, like, Mm -hmm. I almost – I embraced all of those things, like, all that music and all those people so much when I went to school – Emerson, that I almost feel like I wasn't ready (laughs) to, like, embrace (laughs) that. And, like, maybe that's why you and I weren't friends because, like, I hung out with some, like, bros and some –
0: yeah. Ch- like, it, chicks. Like, you go, like, that's... Any port of yeah. a storm, though, when you need friends. I
2: guess so. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. when I transferred to Emerson, I printed out the entire application. It was 40 pages. And it was, like, sitting on my bed, filled out, like, waiting for, like, a, whatever, manila envelope. Mm-hmm. And the guy... I remember it so vividly. One of the few, like, very crystallized memories for me uh, of that year. This guy, very large. We're saying, let's say... Three hundo plus. <laughs> uh, he had lived in my dorm room the year before, so he kind of came in like he owned the place all the time. Right. And, that, and right. like, I was like, I, I, you know, I don't remember his name. I don't remember if he even hung out. He just came around a lot. He might have been, like, one of the few 21 year olds or guys with a fake ID who bought booze for people on the floor. It was
1: Peanut from 311. Yeah.
2: <laughs> in a fat suit. Yeah. Oh, it, I would have been able to tell, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had their tour documentary. Um, <laughs> but he I remember him and my, oh, my bed squeaked like crazy and I was, I was like why did that happen and then I came in and saw the guy who slept on it before me I'm like right, oh right. I got uh, it that's why a bow's in the middle <laughs> <spring, laughs> yes the springs were screaming that, what, <laughs> uh, but I remember this guy came in and he just sort of took a load off he like sat down on my bed like ooh and he flopped his arms down I remember like it was in slow motion and his right arm like landed on the stack of papers that was my transfer application he no, went oh no huh Moved his head, also seemingly in slow motion. Picked it up, went and like a dumb, bu- like like uh, that huge dude in Revenge of the Nerds, like, oh, God, oh please, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, he read it like seemingly like in slow motion, like Trans- application for transfer. <laughs> Emerson, call it like it came into his brains as he was reading it, and he yeah, went, yeah. what the. F- Fuck. And he held it up and went, you're leaving us? And then he stormed up and down my hallway, knocking on everyone's door going, Dave's leaving. Dave's leaving. Hey. Hey, Dave. Hey. And, like, people would open the door like, what? Dave's leaving. Classic
1: classic Ditcher Dave. Classic Ditcher Dave.
2: (laughs) Earning my nickname. Oh, my God. Yeah, I really cuz i have a few members like i feel like we watched like internet videos like pre 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 youtube yeah. at some point like some kind of thing oh possibly. That you showed me and like the three of us hung out i i don't even know how we even met but i definitely know like we weren't it was probably like 3 4 times
0: yeah did i ever tell you my first day of college story when i thought i had met my new group of best friends
1: i don't think We're, so right, so first day of college <laughs> I, I really <laughs> would love to hear what and, and imagine what Eric's alternate universe friends. are. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I, I wonder if I know I get that. to Emerson College. I
0: come from a small town in Maine. The, f- the very first thing that happens is a be- is a Freddie Franklin, very, oh, yeah. very tall, uh, black gay guy, comes up and says, Hello, welcome to Emerson College. And my dad just like, what? what's going on here? Uh, so that guy was a legend. He was great. Oh, he still is great. I think he lives in Japan or something. Anyway, anyway who cares about he that? He was a lot
2: of people's first... Gay celebrity man like, Yes he was, Exactly Yeah <laughs> Where they were like Whoa people can be Gay and fl-. It was like You were watching a Bravo show In
0: real life Yeah yeah <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> And so um, I kind of fall in With this group of people uh, Cause we're all super Like scared And want to be friends With somebody and we uh, walk over to the other dorm, that's not the main dorm, and I'm like, oh, this, this is a real, this is nice. And I'm finally around people like me, and we're like singing, they're like playing guitar out of like a Smashing playing pumpkin Playing El Scorcho. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing like a Smashing pumpkin songbook, and we're all kind of like singing along. <laughs> then all of a sudden, one of the girls just goes, you know what, sometimes I like to say the N-word. Only she, <laughs> said, she said the actual word.
3: Oh,
1: and then the, What? Then the guy the N-word was in control- my dream yeah. last
2: night, by the way. And
1: the, it- Freaked me out. The guy
0: who was playing guitar kind of stopped and looked at her and I thought he was gonna be like, You know what, you shouldn't say that. But he was like, Yeah, you know what? Me too. <laughs> what? And I was like, it's not really a big deal. I say it. <laughs> and then I was just like, Oh my god. Oh my god. And I never talked to them ever again after that one day. And then the next day I actually met my friends who I'm like still friends with. Wait, we well, can we could really do you remember a- who they were? I don't remember, um <laughs> I <laughs> I probably if I saw them like because I just saw them that first day and then they lived like in the campus. One of them was the Christoph Waltz. Yeah, <laughs> and the I never saw Tarantino. them again. No. Um, or if I did, I didn't recognize them because I'd already like they were like the ghosts of like dead racists
3: <laughs>
2: like, from Boston, like <laughs> well, dressed the up thing in like black rim glasses. They are and, like, cur- no, they're also current
1: racists. Yeah, present day yeah. racists.
0: <laughs> Um,
2: yes. Yo, we're kids just like you Look <laughs> at my backwards back <laughs> They pass through a wall yeah. um,
1: That's so funny That's hilarious So yeah, Dave, you are the missing link yep. Between well, me and Eric this well, I'm glad I could yeah. bridge the gap. And we've been wanting was- you to come on the show for a while. We've been talking about it for a long time. So it's it's perfect it's that you discovered this whole thing first.
0: So Dave, uh, where did you grow up? Where were you a teenager?
1: I was a teenager
0: in uh,
2: Sharon, Massachusetts. It's about uh, 45 minutes south of Boston. Okay. Real small. Um, 70 plus. I think at this point it's maybe 72% Jewish. Okay. Okay. Um, so I didn't know I was a minority until I got to the University of Hartford, and someone came up to me drunk at a party and said, "You're I don't, Jewish." He said, "He said specifically, I don't like you because you're Jewish." No! Um, yeah,
3: and then you're this like, is at Hartford. Come to Emerson yep. College, oh, where you will
2: be, where you will be among <laughs> among Jewish screenwriting the, <laughs> <screenwriter>, <laughs> screenwriting hopefuls. The
1: only party that I went to at Hartford. It was like this frat party thing. Like, my mom worked with this kid at a men's clothing store who went to the school. And she's like, oh, you should hang out with Evan, who is a total frat guy. And so I, you know, hung out with him one night and he took me to this frat party. And that's when they, I don't, do you remember there was a kid who had this like curly orange mullet? Yep. I, yep. Yeah. Okay. I was. Yes. And ah, it's all coming. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was. Uh, wow. And I, I witnessed them carrot top like, on to, on top,
0: party in the back.
1: Yes. <laughs> I witnessed carrot them the sneakily yeah. t- taking a pair of scissors at this party and cutting his mullet off, which he clearly had his entire life. Yeah. And he was so sad, and I was like, this is not the place for me. And that was like week three. Oh, I remember care. coming back from a frat party,
2: and these two, in my mind, huge. I'm sure they were probably like <laughs> s- six feet solid, <laughs> and but, but I just felt like they were giants. They were probably juniors or seniors uh, in college with their frat jackets walking next to each other. And I was walking by myself and they like both shoulder bumped me <laughs> and like spun me around and were like, what's up, dude? <laughs> and I was like, I, this never happened in high school. Yeah. Yeah. What world are you guys living in? Like, it, like It's like life is constantly Angus for them or something. <laughs> like, Where are you headed, nerd? I'm like, I pay to go to this school. Yeah, what are yeah. you talking about? So uh your high school experience what
0: Sharon Sharon High School Sharon High School yes. the
2: Sharon the Sharon High Eagles maroon and gold
0: we usually like to guess if our if our guests were teen shitheads I'm going to go with no I'm going to go with no in this t- one, uh sure.
2: what's a t- we can uh, can I quickly and and again this is my fault for not doing any research uh-huh. but is this um is this about the people on the show as teens, or are we yeah, talking yeah. to oh, no, no, no. our talk, audience? We
0: talk, our audience is definitely not. teens. We talk to you about teens, about your teen life. <laughs> we t- okay, uh, yeah. about teens. What do you think about teens? Yeah, uh, teens, these or days. just whatever else comes. Teens
2: up. are too young. I went to Disneyland yesterday. <laughs> they are too young. <laughs> I seriously kept going, like, man, p- kids are too young. Like, yeah. that's not even like, the math on that is wrong. It's like kids are the exact age they're supposed <laughs> to be. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's not even that I'm too old, it's just like I don't want to be. There were like class trips where I was like, "Oh, this is probably like a graduation thing that yeah. these kids are doing." Like, they look so young. A bunch of girls with like their cheerleading colors tied into ribbons on their Minnie Mouse ears, and I was like, "Ew, gross! What are you, seventeen? Get away from!" Me. Like, <laughs> it wasn't me being like, "Oh, these chicks are hot." I was like, "How dare you be young in front of me?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I uh, so as a like, teen, shit had like a bully or like a uh, jerk. like
1: uh, getting into trouble, getting into
2: trouble,
0: yeah, S- um, smoking pot. Behind your parents' back kind of stuff.
2: Out of a
1: skateboard. Out
2: of a Man, I, I know kids who would have found a way to smoke weed out of a skateboard. Yeah, they always find a way, man. Hollow it out. Hollow it out. Um, How would you do that? Uh, I I definitely was... So I was like a good kid in that I liked my parents and respected my curfew. But I, I, I was like getting into drinking and and smoking weed uh gosh eighth end of eighth grade beginning wow. I mean, of
1: ninth grade, an early adopter,
2: yeah, yeah, well, um, I had a bunch of um I had like two groups of friends, one uh was like they were both super funny, but one was one was just sort of like the after school like hang out, eat pizza, and watch m t v crew and then the other yeah. crew was like. Weirdo setting the bar for like the kind of people that I'm going to hang out with my whole life. Kind of people of like, mm-hmm. we're the funny ones, like, we're gonna, you know, P- friends who got me into like Bob Dylan and the talking heads right, and like right, right. listening to Midnight Vultures by Beck, yes. like super loud on their parents, like weird stereo with like custom speakers. Like, we, I, my best friend was this lunatic, and <laughs> he won't ever hear this. We're not friends anymore, but we were like the closest of friends, and he was definitely like. He helped me be probably weirder. I there was no need to stifle anything. His parents went away every weekend because they were nudists who went Whoa. to a col- they went to a colony in Maine uh, every basically every weekend or every other weekend, uh-huh. and they. Would load up their Subaru outback, obviously. <laughs> of, course, of course, of course, with they were early Trader Joe's adopters. Oh. I don't even remember where that was in yeah. the vicinity of my uh town. They probably went like four. They had one out in of, the like, nudist
1: colony. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: But they would load up on like Trader Joe's seltzer. I just remember like big uh bottom halves of cardboard boxes full of like the supplies that were gonna need all weekend suspiciously light on actual luggage like clothes and (laughs) And we didn't find out or I didn't find out until like maybe a year into hanging out and wondering why we were having these huge house parties like oh your parents are going to a cabin and someone was like yeah you know their their cabins in a
0: nudist colony and I was like
2: no that's not that's not a real thing nudist nudist
0: colonies are also the most disappointing thing you could ever go to
2: well yeah you you take a look at his parents and you go well these aren't the
0: people I I want to
2: picture at a nudist colony but uh but, yeah, I mean, just that group of friends was, like, staying up all night talking about real shit, Yeah, uh, talking about David Byrne, talking about Brian Eno, talking yeah, – yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like totally. Those yeah, yeah. kind of people. And, uh, and I definitely, like, broke curfew a couple of times. I definitely would tell my parents I was staying over – My friend's house, which wasn't a lie, Uh, but what they didn't know at first was, like, his parents weren't home, and there was also a hundred other kids from my grade. Like, (laughs) it was, like, we were the weird kids who, like, became kind of cool because we were, like, you can come over here, everyone. Right. And the cops would always come, and then, like, we realized there was no such thing as the in crowd because nobody really cared about sports. I mean, nobody – they liked football, but it was, like – Right. We were, like, hey, we're weird, and, like, we know people who can buy – a keg, and they're like, okay.
1: Well, I mean, your town does have a girl name, so you can't oh, expect yeah. it to be hey, too jockish. That, <laughs> Our town would get bullied by other towns. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you going, Sharon? Um,
0: I'm a town.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't go anywhere, <laughs> I'm just here.
1: Uh, I, yeah, d- we definitely had like very similar high school experiences, I feel. Because, you know, definitely like drinking and smoking pot and everything, listening to Beck talking heads. Yep. That is just like, it's so familiar. And I don't know. And I, whenever I listen to Midnight Vultures, I always think about like being a senior in high school and just you know like oh yeah driving in my Ford
2: Explorer. Yeah, Uh, I just remember making making an entire like grades worth of people at a party listen to that whole album because I mean you know we're neither none of us are ancient. We're not old men, but we're old enough that like we didn't have the unbridled access to the internet and all music yeah. and all movies and all culture so an album by Beck who was on like Geffen or Interscope or something yeah. which was a huge it was a huge release it probably mm-hmm. sold a bunch it was in every single store but like that was indie yeah. to a group of people who like if you played it for them would go we, we want to listen to just play that Nelly song or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, like uh, which is which I always think about being funny because now that we just I can listen to anything I want. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy.
1: I mean, I really do like being able to just be like, oh, I I've, I've never listened to Skrillex, for example. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> listening you're missing to out friends. <laughs> yeah, right? I just need to go in Eric's car. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I could just also go on Spotify, listen to whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. But yeah. I do kind of miss a time when it was like cool to discover something where a friend's like. This Check out this CD yeah. Have you I ever got... heard The Get Up Kids yeah. well, If you
0: like them You'll also like this And yeah. like That mm-hmm. sense of discovery Was so yeah, awesome Yeah
1: I remember When I was I think it was The summer Right before I was about to go Into college uh, I went to a friend's house And we had like A two speed CD burner And we went to go Just like burn CDs For each other yep. And like copy CDs For each other And he played for me Have you guys ever heard Of The Incredible Moses Leroy No Oh so amazing And he played it for me And instantly I was like what is this? And it was, like, opening up this whole new world of, like, different types of music and everything. So that was, like, a big moment for me.
2: Yeah, and and even as, like, music got more readily available, like, I remember I had one of the more adorable uh, flirtations in college (laughs) ruined by, I mean, it's an amazing story because, well, in my mind, because I had an awful, I had this terrible roommate who managed to, like, at Emerson, the first time I got to Emerson, Uh I lived off campus and then I transferred on campus. Mm -hmm. And I lived in a suite, and my roommate was this, like, local Bostonian Scott Stapp. Like, he was... (laughs) He was... Actually, you probably know him. him. Oh, we don't have to... Whatever. Tell me off area. Yeah. yeah, So he had, like, you know, shoulder length, like, dirty brown hair. (laughs) uh, Like, a big flip-flops guy. Like, not a flip-flops and socks, like, ultimate Mm -hmm. sin guy. But, like, you know, a lot of flip-flops and jeans. uh, Had, like, a... Painfully nice, sweet, cute girlfriend, um, was in a band, and the only music he listened to ever on his clock radio CD player were Col- <laughs> Coldplay's Cold plays A Rush of Blood to the Head and his oh. own demos. Oh, Jesus. Uh, he listened to his
1: own demos.
2: And he smelled really bad and he also um would have a lot of sex in our room. Uh <laughs> to the point where like if he and his girlfriend were hanging out, like just In their on their bed sitting there, and I was at my computer. If I got up to go to the bathroom, I would come back and the door would be locked. Uh, And and Coldplay would be blasting. (laughs) And you just hear like and I go like try to get the door, and they go, one second. And then, you know, 15 minutes later they'd open the door and the room would smell awful. (laughs) Awful. Poorly ventilated. He smelled bad to begin with. Sex is fragrant. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So So I had this... There was this girl that I wrote with on this humor magazine who was funny... The hyena. Yes. (laughs) Funny and just adorable uh, and liked some good, appropriate early 2000s indie rock, as did I. And so we had this fun little thing where, we lived on the same floor on opposite sides of the hallway, so she'd walk all the way down with like a CD in her hand and she'd be like, hey, have you heard Rilo Kylie's takeoffs take off, <laughs> and off, take off landings? And i go, no, have you heard mm, Combat Rock by the Clash? And she's like, oh, that's the one I don't have. And then I'd give it to her. Uh, and then we'd, adorable. and it wouldn't even be all it for you. We would just let each other borrow it, maybe rip it into Winamp. <laughs> yep. win-amp. Uh, and then do it all over again. And I don't know if I ever had a chance with her, but I, I feel like the thing that killed it, which we never spoke about, I wonder if I ever, if I like messaged her. On She's Facebook, listening right know.
0: now.
2: Uh, she came in one day, I think probably holding a Rilo Kylie or a Death Cab CD or some bright eyes, whatever. And she walked in, and my roommate had just finished having sex with his girlfriend. Oh, he would also like throw his condoms across the room. What? Uh, I yeah.
0: To, I used to toss them out the window. <laughs> wow! What? And it would, go, Come on, it would go onto the roof. It would go onto the roof. It wouldn't go onto the street. Oh, much better. Much what? Better.
2: I oh, that's feel really bad about disgusting. that. Disgusting. see, like, pigeons wearing them as hats. <laughs> uh, or at, Pigeons or are just stuck to the roof. Or more realistically, eating them and dying. Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, oh, so oh. he had just, you know, punished his girlfriend by <laughs> making her smell him. <laughs> Sorry. Uh uh didn't open the window whatever Threw his condom somewhere there's and there was also just it was dirty tissues all over the room yeah. all the time uh and she walked in holding a cd and went Why does it smell like indian food in here oh! and i just went
3: oh
2: let
0: us Let's go take a walk.
2: (laughs) And it was never the same again.
0: Uh, That's horrific. Yep, I have I have to ask um, because I have a vision of myself in college now that I look back, and I feel like I was a big asshole. Did you think I was an asshole? No. I, okay. All right. Good. good, good. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. I get really self conscious because I was I went through a real pretentious phase when I was just like—we all did. We're all, we're we're still all going tricks. through that yeah, phase, that's true. probably. That's true, that's true.
3: It's definitely uh, okay. True. Good. That makes me
0: feel better. We're cause. niche
2: comedy art fucks living in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, right. No, you. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like my first exposure to you and 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 your and the crew. Yeah. yeah. We're just. It was very tight knit. I mean, it was. A super specific thing, but it was like... I mean, what, what were we, like, nineteen twenty? 20? Yeah, uh, I feel like the one thing that you guys did that I went... Because I feel like when when we would all hang out, I'd be like, yeah, these are all great. Everyone's great. Especially right, when right, we lived right. together and, like, we'd have, like, parties. Then we'd open up. We lived... I lived on the top floor of the house. Yeah. He lived on the... the you basement? were in the basement. Yeah. the basement. Yeah. But we would open up both floors and, like, everyone would be everywhere. And that was super fun. Yeah. I do remember... When I first met you guys and you were still living in the dorms, there was a big thing of guys showering together? Have you talked about that? Uh, We haven't,
0: actually. I don't think so. I don't know uh, if that's taboo. No, no, no. But I remember it was...
2: Tell me if I have have the name right. It was the Emerson College... Men's Water Preservation Society, yeah. The Emerson
1: right?
0: Water Conservation Society,
2: yeah. right? Okay,
3: preservation
1: would be a little bit more disgusting. Yep, yeah, <laughs> they save the show, <laughs> yeah. men, men, save <laughs> your marinated. somewhere. There's just those uh water gallon there's jugs, a tank. Just like, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah we show. used to like there, sophomore year, we all lived in a, a suite together, and then uh, two of our friends would. Uh, well Jim Martin and Dave Page, two of my friends <laughs> who are still to this day, uh they started blowing people's minds, but they would shower together and they would I assume they were naked. <laughs> and one day I'm like, you know, the what? Strapping I'm, lads gonna, I'm gonna get up. in on this joke. And I walked in naked and they were wearing bathing suits. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew and that! that. And, <laughs> that's amazing! And so began... Like, that's... I was actually the and first then off, And then you? they took them off? And then they took them off, and then everybody came in and was like, what are these guys doing? And we... Honestly, we just liked the attention. That was all. Oh, I Did you that. actually clean yourselves? or was yeah, it just yeah, we'd shower. <laughs> one time we got nine guys in one.
2: Oh. In oh, one... Oh, that's tiny real shower. small. <laughs> we were... Alright. Yeah, it oh, was... Uh,
0: right. But it was... And we had, like, the entire floor, like, watch. It was... Looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, that was fucking lame. It was clearly just an excuse to be like, hey, girls. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but that's
2: what that's the entire uh, that's what college is. Yeah, about. it's pretty much to, yeah, that's th- to find different is. ways to make to be like, hey, hey ladies, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty
0: cool. Come on, girls, get comfortable. Like it's so sleazy when I think back on it, but. It was also, uh, one time all the people stole our clothes and locked us out of our suite with no towel. No, they left us three socks and like a <laughs> wet paper towel or something like that. Wow. We had,
1: yeah. Well, what would it matter to you guys? You're clearly it's comfortable True. Uh, true. We, uh, being all nude.
0: Nothing to hide, man. I uh, mean,
1: that's the thing, though. Like, I didn't look at that and go like, those fucking assholes.
2: I definitely looked at that and went, I would never in a million, <laughs> billion, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking in, infinite amount of years I would never be able to be like, yeah, I'm just gonna just whip out my dick with a bunch of my dude friends, like I, and it wasn't like a I was like I I aspired to do that I was just like that's just not on my radar it's like something that's even
0: possible for me yeah. in mm-hmm. my brain and I was like all right as soon as you broke down the barrier though it became much easier not that it was a good thing ever but uh, yeah I just remember like now cut to now me as thirty years at thirty years old I would never do that <laughs> now like I don't even like taking my shirt off when I'm swimming <laughs> you know yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so when did you start getting into comedy? Was it around the same time that you were hanging out with like the.? You've heard or about or these
1: or guys what? who showered together. It's like, there's something there's about something this else. that makes me yeah. giggle. I have to write for that I hyena. have to write now. Men standing there. Get together. me a pen, somebody. <laughs> Why are you standing
2: there? Uh, no, I mean, uh, to be honest, uh, it was. The fault of uh, I didn't have cable growing up, but my uh, I'm so sorry, my oh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, my uh, aunt had every channel, mm. and she once taped me. And like, I remember every time I go over there, I'd list, I'd like watch. Uh, Comedy Central and it's like early days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when like Penn Gillette was the announcer and oh, they, yeah. they had like oh, yeah. four different shows that they would just show all the time it was basically just like shows that they had acquired to show and like maybe one original show like yeah.
1: the Whose Line Is It Anyway
2: the they would British show like one. the British Whose Line yeah. Is It Anyway yeah. and they would show um, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 yep. and, mm-hmm. and and uh, but then they also had like Exit Fifty Seven, which was like Amy Sedaris and uh, mm-hmm. and oh, uh, Stephen Colbert and oh, Paul yeah. Danello. All the Strangers with Candy people had like uh, one season of a sketch show that was pretty funny. That
0: um, was like in a strip mall or something. Was, no, that was actually called Strip
1: Mall. Oh, that was Strip Mall. They had a show oh, no, no, no. Strip. I just remember that from just like ev- the vacant lot. Yeah, that was one I was really into. And, and that was just and talking
0: about that the other
2: night, it's really? so weird. And that as like a s- sketch comedy nerd completist, that yeah. was. Mark
0: McKinney's brother, mm-hmm. I think, was on. Right, that. yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. heard of it, but some people that I was hanging out with, like, oh, I used to watch the
1: shit out of pulling it, pulling
0: up videos that I
1: didn't really laugh. <laughs> I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't I'm remember. sure they're not that funny. And they don't hold up, but yeah,
2: but. There was one. I think it was around New Year's, like when I was maybe eleven or twelve. Comedy Central ran every episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus, uh. huh. and my God bless her, my aunt taped every single episode on like the super lo- was it SLP? Yeah. Which, uh, or SP? Yeah. P- what, EP.
0: Was that the long one? I think so. No, either. Whatever way. you can you could do yeah. to, an, to a to a VHS hours to make it
2: look like shit, but yeah. record forever. That's what she did, and she kept swapping the tapes out until I had three or four video uh, cassettes with every episode of Flying Circus, wow, and it so ruined good. me forever. Like huh. I have memories of quoting it during like rec basketball games. Like I'd be like on like on the <laughs> bench, or I'd be like during a timeout, I'd like do a joke, like say some joke as in like a dumb, high pitched British, and, voice. Then, and then I'll be like, "You don't belong here." Yeah, yeah. And like, and the kids would be like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Uh, you guys." You guys don't have four videotapes with every episode, <laughs> like. So before it was like even, it's ne- now you know it's never been normal to be into all that stuff. But before uh, it was even like, but before it even made sense in any context, I was like into it. So mm-hmm. and from the end, also my dad had like Steve Martin records, and so oh, I would cool. listen to oh, that. Oh yeah, and, that's great. And then like you know I would have like the when SNL would release like best of commercial parodies, uh, like you yeah. know I wasn't old enough to stay up, I'd like watch them and then. Mm-hmm. I had, like, a uh, SNL musical guest special that they... I guess huh. they ran one night. It was, like, two hours long. It was just a retrospective of everybody that had ever performed. It was, like, Paul Simon and Lady Smith Black Mambazo. So <laughs> all the way to Pearl Jam. Like, right, right, right. uh And so I was really into that, um, even though there was, like, no comedy bits in it. It was just, like, this is cool. Um, yeah. And then in high school I didn't do, you know, I did like a couple like one or two plays, but I also like played soccer and stuff. And then when I got to college at Emerson that's when I started writing and performing. But it the the uh, the groundwork was was definitely laid, laid. Early on. Mm-hmm. way early. I was there was no use.
0: Right. Uh do you want to do some teens in the news? Let's do some teens in the news. It's a little segment where um I at least read the headlines of news stories involving teens and have, uh <laughs> I mean, Wait. Well, before you do that, have you...
2: Um, maybe it's just me, but I, I'm, a, a man either approaching 30 or 30, say, just saying the word teens
3: mm-hmm. feels like <laughs> yeah, oddly feels
2: oddly wrong. I, I, and I'm thinking like, oh, is that... I wonder if that's the basis for this show, just being like, hey, teens. We're just... Gonna, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I
0: don't say teens. Sort of is, yeah. That's right? really it's, funny. Uh, Whenever I tell people about the podcast, they're like, that sounds gross. <laughs> right, right, right. Well,
1: uh, after Teens in the News, we'll tell you more about the origin of the podcast, because it'll lead into our next our next little Sure.
0: Uh, Clifton teens arrested in Fort Lee after cops find 72 bags of pot. <laughs> 72 bags of pot? Four Clifton men were arrested on marijuana distribution charges earlier this week after a traffic stop outside a borough McDonald's, police said. Uh, according to Fort Lee Police Chief Keith uh Benduel, officer Brett Howard witnessed a 2002 Dodge Neon making an hmm. illegal traffic teen car yeah, now, right make an illegal turn on the White Man Mall White what? Man Mall What? Out of the White Man Mall at 9:03 p.m. on Tuesday. He pursued the car until it pulled into a lot outside of McDonald's Inside, he found seventy-two bags of what appeared to be marijuana, along with sixty-four empty bags and around fifteen hundred dollars in cash. Wow, teens have uh, a—that's a lot of hooch. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of jazz cigarettes, my friends. (laughs) Um, Wise up, teens. Did you guys know any like real
1: sketchy teen
0: like? Pot dealers when you were when you were in high school. Oh, I feel like that was a oh,
1: yep. well, I with some real scumbags. I guess. See, I remember like some of the pot that I would get would be from like the skeezy kid that I worked with at the liquor store, or the like. The girl that I was friends with had a like big Puerto Rican boyfriend from Newark, New Jersey. And then he would get stuff like it was always like the it you know, it definitely was a little bit dirtier than uh what do you mean mentioned. big? Was he well old, like a big older? fat guy? Oh. Not like no, he wasn't like sixty, he was you know, just maybe just a big fat teen? Maybe like a maybe like a twenty year old fat teens dot <laughs> Hey big fat teens. <laughs> uh I actually I mean that
2: story really rang, uh, very close to home for me. Oh. Um, I the summer before I went to college uh, I was in an abandoned construction site, uh, which you do,
3: yeah, right. Of course.
2: Well, you realize, like, when you're a kid or a teen, <laughs> uh, you have nowhere to keep your anything. Your we, I mean, my, I had a couple brazen friends. I had a couple friends whose parents didn't care, yeah, and mm-hmm. they were just handles of uh, Bacardi and Captain Morgan's and all oh. sorts and Jim Beam and all sorts of crap mm-hmm. behind his couch in his basement. And it was just like sight unseen, mom never cleaned down there. It was like right, the right. old modern furniture that was replaced by new old modern furniture. So all that stuff just went in the basement and they never went down there. Uh-huh. Exercise equipment that had been discarded, uh, guitars and drums that we would play and annoy his parents. <coughs> in hindsight, so loud. Right. How did his mom ever live in that house? Uh, Damn, probably teens. probably medicated,
3: <laughs> probably yeah, right. some probably some Xanax by the pool. Maybe right. she had a 2002
1: Dodge Neon filled with uh some Mar- Marjory Hoovies. Probably. Marjory Hoovies. <laughs> uh, but
2: no, there was a night where uh two cars worth of people uh were at this at this place which was affectionately dubbed the pit. Um and one of the uh, uh, we're all in our friend's Ford Explorer which was a little bit tricked out. There was uh you know, a Jensen audio uh system with a you Did know, they make vultures blasting through the speakers. No, this was like this would probably be like hieroglyphics or like maybe, okay. maybe even a chronic 2001. Oh, yeah, all right, that kind of vibe. Um, and there, I just remember do- uh, animated dolphins were on the uh, on the <laughs> face of the stereo. Oh, that yeah, it was a very big thing, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but this, uh, and like huge subwoofer in the back that was like made it impossible to keep anything in the back. But um, this guy was selling a little bit of something. A lot of bit of something, uh-huh. and uh, and there was a uh, a blunt being rolled because when you're cause <laughs> right. when you smoke weed, it's got to be the most, and it's yeah, got to be yeah, mixed yeah. with tobacco, right.
0: in a cigar wrapper. <laughs> it's like the, disgusting. Got to be the size of like a mini baseball
2: bat. <laughs> <laughs> now, like, it's this, it's that, all that. I think back and go like, that's insane that I used to like. Yeah. Now I take like two hits or drink three beers I'm like I feel fine I'm fine doing this I just want to go (laughs) home and watch a movie Uh, but at the time it was all about excess and also like you just had to get it where you could and so this guy uh, was selling a little bit was maybe involved with some sort of weird there were some weird rumblings of gang related things but when I think about it I'm like what suburb yeah. What yeah. gang like what predominantly Jewish suburb has a gang or like whatever, you heard some things about like driving into Bill Ricca. Like, yeah. Just a oh, weird Boston suburb is, uh, uh, yeah. where people got murdered. You didn't know
0: anything about I think it. I went to a strip club in Bill Ricca. You week. probably did.
2: <laughs> uh but we all of a sudden in this very dark place saw some lights that were flashing and uh and we um We realized they were cop cars mm-hmm. and they Quickly, my friend swiftly uh, put everything that was on the little napkin on his lap, a baggie, some crumbled up weed, and Mm. a blunt wrap, just threw it under his car, which would have been maybe fine, but we were already trespassing, and then when they opened up his car, they found something insane like... 27 pre packaged eighths of weed. Oh, so, like that story of like 72 bags yeah. of marijuana, individual bags and yeah. empty bags, he also had tons of loose cash and a scale. Oh, no. And when I read, when Ooh. I, when you started reading that, I was like, oh man, you gotta find a place to, and then I realized like, you can't, are You what are you gonna like dig yeah. a hole in your backyard? <laughs> like, you can't do it. You gotta keep it in your car, which is maybe the one place the, your parents wouldn't go. And right? probably
0: the worst place you can keep the it. The
2: worst place, because yeah. that's where the cops go. Yep. They go in your car because they go on the road and that's where your car goes. Knock it's, it off, teens. The Teens, pull your head out of your eyes. Yeah, the, uh, just, you
0: mentioned the pit and that reminded me, reminded me uh, my childhood home was next to some sand pits and that was a popular teen hangout. Eric,
1: did you grow up in the, the weird um, place in Beetlejuice? Why am I blanking? The, oh, with the
0: sandworms? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, essentially.
1: Um, he just opened his back door. You lived in limbo.
0: <laughs> um Come to think of it, there was a lot of claymation. <laughs> yeah. My backyard was all stop motion, but it was really stylized,
1: so it was all
0: good. Uh, and so teens would hang out there, and usually teens. the parties <laughs> usually, usually the parties would end with them burning a car.
3: What? There was a lot
0: of burned out cars in the sand pit. I don't know. How did they get there? I don't know. I don't know how the cars got there. Maybe they stole them and like joyrided them there. But there was like several burnt out cars Whoa. there. There's so much
2: about that's a sketchy. teenage culture in high school in the <laughs> suburbs that is so, in hindsight, creepy. Yeah. Where, like oh, yeah. if yeah. if I ever have kids, like it's weird because if you're the cool dad who's like, you kids can drink in here, you're vilified because if one kid like pukes and, or gets his stomach pumped or uh-huh. if anyone dies or someone falls off a balcony like yeah. you just go to jail or sure, you just yeah. have to go away forever in exile but if not if there's no one like that then you just go to the woods Yep. yep. like I remember there being parties in the woods there oh, was like yeah. parties in the woods. a new housing development that before it was finished it was like two rows of houses with woods in the middle Yeah. and somebody threw a party there and I just remember the cops coming and running I oh, have yeah, this right like through the woods. running through the woods and like coming out on the other side having smacked my face on all these branches <laughs> and having like... I have this crazy memory of like, like getting spit out onto the sidewalk from the woods bloody and dirty... Not knowing where my friends were pre-cell phone, uh-huh. sitting on the curb with my head in my hands, like probably not even drunk, just like mm-hmm. what is happening?
3: <laughs> and hearing, I need to totally reevaluate my life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just
2: having a real contemplative moment in on the sidewalk and hearing my name, a, a female voice saying my name, and turning around and seeing the girl I'd had a crush on for six months who was standing in her driveway, and I was like, and I didn't know where she lived. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, that's her house, and she like brought me in her house, and. uh like brushed me past her strict Indian father and like cleaned up my and you were like it smells like Indian food yeah <laughs> and I was like boom that's our show <laughs> she was like that's our show
1: <laughs> uh,
2: no you know, but this I just
1: didn't, this reference didn't happen yet none of this
2: makes here. any sense <laughs> um no, but that that everything was is so scary and clandestine and weird and like God, God forbid I was having sex in high
0: school, which I wasn't. Right. But people had to sneak around that way and uh-huh. like cars and it's it's a real nightmare. I can't imagine having a teenage, especially in L.A. The teen, the people I know who grew up in L.A are some of the most fucked up people I've ever met (laughs) like they've all like they all steal drugs from their parents which is which is oh my god that's true yeah like everybody steals like their mom's Xanax or something yep wow Um, that's very true and their parents are always, like, super self-involved, so they always ignored their kids. So they're, the kids always have weird, like, attachment issues. A lot of moms wearing a lot of
2: scarves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I call those
0: Stevie Nicks moms.
2: <laughs> Stevie Nicks moms.
0: Uh, oh, that's man.
1: terrible. We oh got one God. more news story, and then we'll... Uh... Sure, yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, let's do this one. Teen sentence for killing moose. <gasps> oh no. Deer Lodge, oh, two 15-year-old teens were sentenced in Deer Lodge Justice Court on Friday for killing a moose out of season near Avon. The boys, one from Deer Lodge and the other from Avon. What be- sorry, what state is this? Uh Montana. Uh, the of Montana course. Standard. Oh, uh, makes sense. Uh, Go on. Yes, the teen, uh <laughs> on February 18th, a cow moose died from two gunshot wounds from a uh, 223 caliber rifle is that how you say that? I don't know in the area of Carpenter um, in Ophir Creek yeah. near North, uh, Northeast Avon the cow had a yearling with her and was also carrying a calf that would have been born this spring R.I.P. that moose guys oh man yeah, real bummer of a story seriously stop murdering animals out of season. Get Terrible. your hands off those
1: guns. Yeah, get your hands off
0: those guns, teens. Why do you have a high-caliber rifle? Teens, what are you doing? Jesus, teens.
1: Have you ever killed an animal with a gun? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, obviously for sexual purposes, <laughs> but... Not-
1: well, yeah, I mean, it's the only way I can get off. Yeah, yeah right? Um, you didn't have sex when you were a teenager, Because it doesn't count if it's with a dead moose. No, no.
0: (laughs) My dad took me hunting with him for one season and I shot at a deer. And then I was so shaken up by that. I was just like, "Uh, Dad, I, I can't do this anymore. And he's like, Okay. I could tell he was really <laughs> so I could tell in his mind he was just thinking, Faggot, faggot, faggot. faggot. Yeah, I know. He's like, Great, he's gonna go with the comedy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you were
2: so shaken out that you grew a promise
0: ring record in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at and uh, you're like, Oh look Oh my Look God. what I'm into now, Dad. Oh great. Um Oh also this is kinda goes back to how teens have like access to every kind of music. You know what I would have killed to have like slim-fitting jeans when I was a teenager. It was so hard to find those. And when I was getting you into that music... You could have made, like, that
1: nine was... pairs of slim-fitting jeans from your Jenkos. Yeah,
0: probably. My old. Jenko's. Wait, did you
1: know that that existed when you were younger?
0: Um, when I was, like, in high school and I started getting into that kind of music, I would, like, see pictures of the bands. I'm like, wow, man. The guy from At the drive-in really has some tight jeans. That looks cool. Oh. Huh. See, that I feel like is is far beyond even what I my experience was because
2: I didn't... That's It's weird to think about, like... 12 year old girls with style blogs mm-hmm. yeah, 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 which exists because I just was like if you had said to me like if money was no object which it was when I was in high school but if you yeah. sat me down and went you can wear whatever you want I would I think the the only thing I remember specifically wanting was like Ringer t-shirts, you know uh, like yeah, totally. like a white tee with a red ring or a brown ring or a black yeah. ring and then like the logo of some cereal that they don't make anymore or <laughs> some, It wasn't even bands like I just remember You're real you're really into cereal. I love I'm yeah. a big too. Frankenberry
0: enthusiast. Oh, of course.
2: B- a Boo Berry, which they discontinued, oh, Boo-Berry, discontinued for a while. Right? Yeah. Uh but yeah, I don't even – I feel like if you gave me the option and went, do you want to wear these cool dark black jeans? I go, no, man. There's way – I don't have enough room to move around. I want to, give me that Give me that <laughs> I'm relaxed, teen. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I wore large – like I had a couple hoodies and they were larges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, now
0: good. I – like large, I'd be swimming in it now. There's definitely – there was a period of like early high school when I wore FUBU. Uh, which Whoa. was a real dark period of my life. Literally? Literally wore, like, fubu. No, in, literally like, dark period. Oh, and, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, chains and stuff.
3: Why would you wear fubu?
1: It
0: wasn't because for you. I'm telling you, man. It wasn't for you. It was,
2: wasn't by <laughs> I know. And I
0: was living in southern Maine. and But everybody Where? there was, like, really into that kind of stuff. So I guess I was just trying to fit in. Where would you buy fubu? Uh, from, uh, oh, the Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, really funny. Yeah. It was, oh man, what a really bad time in my life. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah.
2: yeah. I, Fashion totally evaded me. Yeah. I just, that's so, I wish someone had played me. I feel like I got into At The Drive-In at the tail end of high school. And I even liked them, but I don't even think I knew
1: what they looked like.
0: Yeah. I, that's pretty much when I started getting into them too. And I probably just like looked on some website. I don't See, know, when
1: I, like Hitchfork early, early college, I used to read Magnet Magazine a lot. I oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it exists anymore, I but it was it, great. I think and does. that's like I remember actually talk about the Promise Ring a lot. Like I remember list, like reading an article like when Woodwater came out and it was all about like Promise Ring and I was just like, oh, I love these guys." You know, it's just oh. like not a surf was always in there.
0: And- Can I tell you one of my proudest moments as a teen? Sure. I bought a Promise Ring CD and inside they had put two copies of the CD. Uh-huh. So I took the copy and I returned it. For the, my full, di- for like all my money back, and but I still had that copy of the CD. Oh, like nowadays, then. I could just burn it, but like. yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't then.
1: Okay, so the the way that Hey Teens actually started was that Eric and I had this other podcast, which we which still exists, called Stranger Fan Fiction, where we uh, write, we challenge each other to write fan fiction, erotic, right, erotic, right? Fan <laughs> fiction, based on whatever we want, and we had a segment on there where we would go on the internet. And we would find uh, teen message boards where they would be asking for advice, like sex advice and stuff. And we would roundtable those advice questions. When we decided that Stranger Fan Fiction was a pain in the ass for us to do, yep. uh, we were just like, but we still want to do a podcast. I wish we could do one just on that. So we are just like, how about one that's all about teenage years? So, so <laughs> of that course, seg- a logical step yeah. from an erotic fan fiction show yes. to teenagers. God, <laughs> so, still so, so that, creepy. <laughs> so that, seg- that segment has lived on. And um, we have found some advice questions that we can roundtable. We can answer them seriously or not. Oh, great. I'm actually really good at this. Okay, cool.
2: I don't want to be arrogant, but uh, I can save your life, teens.
1: Okay, cool. Question number one. Is it okay to be horny?
3: <laughs> Stop.
1: Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. It's right here. Stop it. Is it okay uh, to be horny? No.
2: Come on.
1: Come on, Dave.
0: Give your honest answer. Is it okay for this teenager to be horny? <laughs> I mean, I think.
2: I mean, this. I feel like this was picked just for me because "horny" is like my favorite word. <laughs> I didn't mean,
1: know that.
3: Really?
1: That's the. Had I, had I become friends with you when we were supposed to become <laughs> friends, maybe I would know that. That is so funny. I well, real quick.
2: This reminds me of in health class uh, in tenth grade. We were allowed to ask any question, mm-hmm. any question. Nothing was off limits. All anonymous. They would just be read uh, by the teacher and answered candidly. You could ask anything, anything about your body, anything about sex, mm-hmm. anything. And it was kind of some standard, like you know, what is are all periods five days long, or blah 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 right. uh, how early should I you know if I'm having sex at fifteen what whatever she got so she's reading all of them one by one and answering them very thoughtfully, and she gets to and this question reminds me of that because I feel like there's no way it can be real <laughs> She takes the piece of paper out, reads it, turns white, white as <laughs> a sheet. Start. her hand is shaking and she looks out of the class and goes I don't know if this is real I have to treat it like it's real, if it's a joke I want to let you know that it is not funny but I'm going to read it and answer it like it was any other question takes a deep breath and goes is it true that when you turn 21 you have to cut your dick off
3: what
2: (laughs) and she goes no, it is absolutely not true. You do not have to cut your genitals off. I don't even know why someone would think that. And of course it was a joke. Right. Yeah, it was our yeah, friend yeah. Greg who was just like a complete lunatic. Classic Greg, shout out. Um so if this is a joke, well done. Yeah. <laughs> But, man, it better be okay uh, to be horny because everyone's horny all the time. All the time you, would, yeah. you would
1: be surprised at how dumb a lot of these questions are. Teens. I, if it's not okay to be horny, we're all fucked. Yeah.
0: I'm sure I've told this before, but I think David appreciated it. it. I had a similar sort of like session, like a classroom session uh, about you know sex ed. They separate the boys from the girls, and uh, this one teacher, Mr. Squire, comes in and is, is like, Hey, you guys can ask me anything I just want to say. That, like it's okay to masturbate and all that stuff it's very normal but if you do please wash up after because we can smell it
3: yeah <laughs> <And> what <laughs> he said
0: i'm paraphrasing a little bit but that's literally what he said after like, like he's saying kids are doing it in school no like at home if you're going to do it at home oh, he wash has up teen after boys What's that?
2: cuz he had kids
0: no i think he's talking about the students but, but would how would you, he... I don't know, Dave. That is know. the
2: most... I would just, like, stand up and go, you're fired. Yeah. Even if I was just... <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. I know I'm in 10th grade and I have no power, but you, ha- you have to know that what you're saying is well, This was, though, like, in 6th okay. grade, so, like, I was even... Yeah. I was just
1: like, oh, okay. Huh. huh. Well, I remember when I... And I've told this before, but since we're on the topic, wh- why not? So, in 6th grade, we also did have the health class thing. Boys and girls split up. Uh, and you can ask whatever you want. And this one weird kid in the class asked, how come when you're horny, you can't pee? And the the teacher who was really, and he said it like smirking or whatever. And the teacher, this like woman, the health teacher whatever, was just so offended by it. And she was like... Oh, you know what? He didn't say horny. He said, "How come when you have a boner, you can't pee?" And she like the word boner like really irked her. What? Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're gonna ask an
2: 11 year old kid, "Hey, all bets are off. Ask anything." Kid says that, and you get mad. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, what a terrible shame-based society. Fuck yep. all teachers. Next yeah. question. <laughs> this burn the middle schools to the ground.
0: <laughs> this is a great question. But also,
2: if, if we didn't answer that properly, yeah, yeah, everyone should always be horny.
0: Yeah, that's how you know you're healthy.
2: <laughs> Although if you are horny you have to kill yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you have to cut your cake off in your 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Every girl I've ever liked thinks I'm gross or stupid. But I'm one of the cleanest people in my school. And I can decode a computer, take it apart, put it back together, and recode it again. So I'm not dumb. Help me!
3: <laughs> oh, this has is the saddest...
0: His this is the saddest question.
2: I... Oh, I feel I want to just... I want to give this kid... I don't want to give him a hug. Well, he's clean. He's not going to smell. (sighs) You know what? This kid has a lot of traits that are desirable to adult (laughs) females. Yeah. You know what? That's the thing that I think you might need to say to some teens. Wait it out. Teens? Boy teens? Girl teens? Oh, God. That sounds... It's so (laughs) creepy to say teens and to say boy teens. (laughs) Terrible. Uh, No. 12 to 20. You like people. You want to date them. You didn't so, want to
1: say teens so badly that you said 12 to 20. Well, because that's not, I mean, <laughs> technically. You just gave the age range because you didn't <laughs> want to say the word teens. Yeah, I've absolved myself from saying <laughs> teens,
3: teens. Uh,
2: no, that's sometimes it's a bad fit, uh, uh, dating and 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 a certain age. Like, I feel like I got kind of a little bit of a late. I feel like I, I was 17 when I started when I had a first girlfriend, or I mean, and mm-hmm. I like kissed girls before and like had weird like, little things, but nothing really materialized. And uh, I thinking back on it, like I know why, like a lot of like some girls like me, I like some girls, but like it's just sometimes it's just a weird fit, like, yeah. judging by the art, way that kid's articulate, uh, possibly a little Asperger's y, uh, just in like causing like, the spectrum. Too, well, the get- spectrum is like. I'm gross and stupid. I don't know if that's supposed to be a joke to be like, well, I'm not gross because I'm clean and I'm not stupid because I can take apart a computer. It's He's like, like taking it very literally. Yeah, taking it very literally, yeah. Which puts yeah. him on the spectrum. On the spectrum, uh, yeah. But it's like, yeah, that that's being, having good hygiene and being intelligent, like, that's yeah. some, some women have only that as their criteria yeah, yeah, for yeah. a guy. <laughs> like, just get to a place or, like, just look elsewhere. I feel like the the craziest thing, especially pre-internet, was I was just, like, I look back and I, I think about, like, girls I had a I like was I had a crush on, like, in, like, say, eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And I'll, like, I'm Facebook friends with everyone I ever went to school with because cause I declined the invite to our uh, uh, reunion. Uh-huh. But just because I was in L.A. and I couldn't get back to Boston. Mm-hmm. But I just was seeing everybody. And I realized, like, oh, wow, like girls I dated in my adult life are so much better Like yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I guess that too? Because yeah. your pool just expands beyond oh, yeah. a little kiddie so pool until like you just go into the ocean of humans. You can just like uh-huh, see yeah. everyone. So it's like, this girl I like doesn't like me. It's like, well, you're about to meet nine billion, so yeah. just yeah. give it some
0: time. <laughs> Let's go to college and there's so many girls. And, uh, and they can't just, leave.
1: They just are there. Yeah. This, this next question is a perfect example of where you can meet the girl of your genes. Dave, why don't you read this one for us? Okay. Um,
2: I met a girl in Vegas And she left I need to find her last name I know her first name Where she was born What city she lives in How old she is And her number Her parents blocked me From texting her
0: Please help
3: Oof
2: What do we do about this situation guys
0: Seems like a real stalker situation Um I'd say lay off Maybe uh <laughs> Vegas isn't the best place To meet a girl <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's probably One of the worst places To meet a girl Well If this is a teen That's but, true Vegas was probably a family
2: vacation. They probably weren't at like a strip club. Is this kid's name (laughs) Rusty? Yeah. Uh, I think... um, I think that
1: it's really hard to block someone from texting you. I think that if it's to a point where the communication has been cut off to that extent... You should just start looking elsewhere. Yeah. Well, chin up, Rusty. You'll find another one. (laughs) Yeah.
2: But that can feel super desperate where it's like, oh, I'm never going to meet another... What, am I going to meet another girl? That can sometimes even happen in (laughs) In adult life. Yeah. Like, that's why it's hard to go over a breakup sometimes where it's like, well, it's not like I'm going to meet
0: another person. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that every time, uh, because I freelance, every time one of my job ends, I'm like, I'll never find another job Mm. ever again. But something always comes up.
2: Uh yeah, and also, it could be a fake number. I don't know how you can get blocked from texting someone, but yeah. if that girl wanted to be in touch with you, it would happen.
0: Plenty of fish in the sea, dog.
2: She's got right. your number. She could sneak away. She could borrow her friend's phone. Yeah, yeah. Also, you got to get that last name, man. Gotta Facebook. get that last name. Gotta Versus get that rule, last name. First rule: You meet a girl, you got to
3: Facebook her. <laughs> Immediately,
2: you
0: got to meet her. You got to look at five hundred pictures of her. Absolutely. I, I feel so out of, out of the loop with this because I started like I met my wife um, I mean Facebook existed but it wasn't the behemoth it is now and there's no such thing as OkCupid okay so my only the only way I ever met girls who I didn't meet didn't know in person was MySpace mm-hmm. yep. so, like, I would like find I would search like my zip code and it would show all the I met some crazy around people from you. oh my I met space. some real crazy people through MySpace well I never, never did that <laughs> uh, wow! Cool. It was, it's a disaster. So I feel like there's this whole aspect of like modern dating that I have no idea. Like, I've ne- I've never been on an internet dating site before.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, which... I, I did it, but I I don't know. It's it's stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird.
2: A lot of people seem to be liking it a lot. I have a friend who's yeah. uh, had some real success off it, but I guess. I mean, you only had MySpace before you met your wife, but, like, now, like, how do you meet girls that you, like, cheat on your wife with?
1: <laughs> oh, oh, Twitter.com. Oh! Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, and finally, this is uh, a question that we've asked several times before, but it's too good. If masturbate, how do I jizz hire? We always like to do this one.
2: Oh, do it uh, at the Seattle Space Needle. (laughs)
1: Oh, okay. All
0: right. Great idea. You could be right up on that observation deck.
1: I Mm -hmm. say uh, smoke 72 bags of weed first. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shit will come flying out of you, dude. Um, Kill a a moose first. (laughs) Kill kill yourself a moose, smoke 72 bags of weed, and a 2002 Dodge Neon and you are good to go. You'll never come harder, kids. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Teens! You'll never come harder, teens. Oh. <laughs> oh, if somebody played that recording of me saying that to a cop, I would have to immediately go to jail. It's already my ringtone for everybody. <laughs> I always like any interaction I have with like a young person now, I just always picture jail because it's like the, le- the too. like yeah. the wrongest thing you can do in that situation will land you in jail. Like I was at a, a coffee shop writing and like there was a a girl like sort of in the corner and um just like working on a MacBook. And I was like, "Hey, look at that cute girl. I wonder if she's uh, working on a, a screenplay or something." Yeah, and uh, and like I like walked past her on my way back from getting a coffee, and then I saw that she was doing her homework. And then when I turned <laughs> around, I got like a better look at her. And I'm like, "Oh, that girl's 16." I have to go. I just have to go to jail. I now. have to go to jail. <laughs> I have to go to jail. Excuse I have to me.
1: Call my eyes. Prison. Hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> I, I
2: looked at a girl who was 16.
1: Yeah. I pretty much every day. I think to myself. How glad I! I just think about how happy I am that I am not a child molester. Mm-hmm. No, I have no attraction to children. I have. Uh, I see a teenager. I have no attraction to teenagers. They look like little babies. Yeah, and I just thank the heavens it that does, I do not turn out to be. It does feel real good weirdo. when
0: you're like, oh yeah, I do prefer women who are like 30 years old. They look better to me. Yeah, it's like a real comforting feeling.
2: I, I, yeah, I mean across the board. Even like a less illicit or you know illicit still but less illegal kind of kink like i i mean i'm I'm not like crazy boring, but like yeah, things I was thinking the other day of because uh, one of my friends on my sketch group at u c b uh loves to text pictures of um <gasps> Uh, like, uh, Sonic and Tails uh, oh, fan yeah. <laughs> erotic fan art. Oh, man. Uh, and that got me thinking, like, wow, people, like, really get off thinking about yeah. ca- cartoon animal video game characters fucking each other. Yeah. And that'll never happen in real life. Even furries, they're just like, well, we wish we were wolves and foxes, but yeah. we're not, so right. we have to wear this stuff. And it's like, I like ladies and yep. then I can talk to them and then maybe they want to go on dates
1: with me Yeah, if, if they think I'm cool. They yeah. exist. Age-appropriate human women. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not into Na'vi. But, <laughs> but seriously, guys, that's Sonic and Tails. That is some hot shit. Tails is a girl. Is what? That a girl? Is Tails a girl? No. Maybe, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Sorry. There is a girl version, though. Who's the female? Alright. right, Listeners, write in. Who is the female in the Sonic... The hedgehog Nobody's universe. going.
2: Oh, then. I know what you mean. Is it? Um, I think it's. So I think it's one of. <laughs> I think it's one of friends. Oh, Knuckles' friends. Oh yeah, like lady it. Knuckles. <laughs> Knuckles' friends. What a Knuckles crew! Uh, like a lady version of Knuckles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I, I crazy? Think, I think that's what it is. I'm looking. I'm just maybe right. now I'm just picturing Knuckles with long
0: eyelashes. Yeah, like yeah, right? the hedgehog girlfriend. Uh, girlfriend. Amy Rose is a pink hedgehog.
1: Who believes what are she's a Amy Rose? Name? Why does she have a-
3: <laughs> Sonic, Tails, <laughs> Knuckles, and an Amy,
1: Amy Rose.
2: <laughs> and Rachel Feldstein. <laughs> he has like a normal Jewish girlfriend. From Long Island. She's oh, there a- she is. Sonic. Sonic. That's not real. That's fan art. What is that? Somebody made that up. I
0: don't think so. I think it's probably in the, from the cartoon show. A girl yeah, named I don't Amy know. Rose wrote herself into
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. While Eric's still working on that uh, (laughs) By that you mean masturbating While Eric's over there masturbating So Dave, what do you have going on lately? What's happening? Uh, In general uh, I'm writing uh, a
2: show I wrote For uh, premieres on ABC On April 3rd After Modern Family Check out How to Live with Your Parents For the Rest of Your Life Uh, We're talking Sarah Chalk Oh, shit. From TV's Scrubs. Uh huh. From Zach Braff's Scrubs. <laughs> We're talking Elizabeth Perkins from Big and Leeds. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Yeah. yeah. TV's Everybody Loves Raymond's Brother. (laughs) John Doerr, who is... Oh, Oh, yeah, he's hilarious. One of the funniest comedians in the world. Uh, Joe Wangert, who's one of the funniest Mm -hmm. guys at UCB, uh, regular um, on the show. Stephanie Hunt, who was on Friday Night Lights. She's really awesome. Oh, yeah. Um... She was in Landry's band, Crucifixion. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Isn't she in... Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else, but isn't she in a band with Megan Mullally? Or yeah, I, that's, that's her. That's her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're She's very good. She's great. Yeah. Um, Crucifictorious. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I, think that's, I think that's the cast, but it's really fun. I wrote uh, on it with my writing partner, Marissa Pinson. Um, other than that, working on a script with her, maybe that'll be a thing. Cool. If not, it'll be a PDF on my desktop forever. Um, yeah. And uh, so yes, everyone, meeting. check out Dave's desktop you have for your, sweet uh, PDFs.
0: Your monthly sketch show, too, right?
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. You can catch me at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles, uh, the first Wednesday of every month at 8 p.m. Uh, it's the group is called The Kiss from Daddy. Mm-hmm. We usually perform with the Birthday Boys. Yeah, yeah, and we
1: just had Paul Rust on uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Once this comes out, oh man, he's so. got some great teen years of stories.
2: We we got into it. Oh, I bet <laughs> we got bet into it. He's the greatest. And then uh, also. I direct uh, a sketch team at the theater at the theater called New Money and uh, they're on Mod Night at the theater it's usually the third uh, Wednesday of every month nice. so cool. check it out they're people really should check you out on the internet
1: at Dave underscore
2: Horwitz on Twitter that, for, da-
1: uh, that darn underscore huh hey Dave regular Dave Horwitz
2: got to me first oh you man know, he got to that sweet username
0: and I am at the Eric Goslin. I don't think I have anything to plug at the moment but uh yeah, if I do, uh, follow me on Twitter.
1: Uh, I'm at John Wiener. Listen to my podcast, Hey Teens, with John and Eric, <laughs> uh, every That's Wednesday on That's the solid plug. <laughs> Sounds gross. Rewind dude. to the beginning of the uh, episode uh, and listen to it again. Hey Teens, just wanted to give you a heads up that Eric has changed his Twitter handle to e Gasoline and I, John, have changed my Twitter handle to at Crayon um, Yeah, and we are at Hey Teens Podcast. Feel free to Send us stuff. Um, we got an, oh, I think we got an email. We should read that on the next show. Oh, we got an email? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, I yeah, somebody so. sent a picture of a teen who in, um, shit, Australia, maybe, who was uh, they're on the train, and it was a picture of a teenager, like, being awkward, and he's, like, s- sitting next to this woman who's wearing kind of like a see-through shirt, uh-huh. and... Um, his nose started to bleed, <laughs> so this guy took a, s- a picture and sent it to us. <laughs> That's amazing. That yeah. is the best. I've to tell you about that. Yeah, of of teenage sense. life. So, thank you, uh, everybody, for listening, and thank you so much, Dave, for popping by. Thanks for having me, guys. Missing link for hey teens. <laughs> hey teens, don't worry. It gets yeah. it gets better. It gets better. It could be worse, is what we say. It It could be be worse,
2: worse, but also you're really gross right now. Yes.
1: All right. Except for that one kid, but he can decode a computer, take it apart, put it back together and recode it. Yeah. Just wait 10 years. Bye, teens.